Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. Tonight, we're going to talk about the Raw After Mania for Monday, April 3rd, 2017. We got Andrew Socek with us. We got Raj Giri with us. Matt Morgan, maybe he'll show up. Who knows? Stay tuned to find out more as we recap the craziest Raw of the year. The return tonight, Finn Balor is back. All sorts of insanity happened. We got a new GM and Kurt Angle. Tons to talk about. We're going to dive right into the show. But first, I want to let everyone know that this episode of Wrestling Inc. is brought to you by WWE Slam Crate, powered by Loot Crate. Tag into a bi-monthly box for the WWE Universe, loaded with exclusive and authentic collectibles, plus apparel that you can't get anywhere else. Save $3 off your first box at LootCrate.com slash Wrestling Inc. When you sign up and use the coupon code Wrestling Inc., that's LootCrate.com slash Wrestling Inc. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Everybody feeling awake? Everybody feeling good? Yeah, doing good. It was yeah, a hot show. It was a hot show. Long weekend, but a hot show. Really was looking forward to that tonight. So crazy opening we had with the show tonight with just uh, a God. I mean, we heard nothing but the crowd once we got in the arena for what? The first 10 minutes there, right? Before uh, Roman got, got his words out. Yeah, I mean, you could tell that he anticipated that. I mean, that was meant to be his whole promo. Otherwise, Roman would have just started talking. So uh, I thought it was, you know, it was kind of a a cute way to start the show. And it, the crowd was hot. And I, I, I thought it was good for what it was. Out the but- side hatch. Matt Morgan's were here. How's it going, man? <laughs> you guys watching my Instagram story at all right now? No, no. What do you got going on? I got dared to do the show without a shirt on, so here we are. <laughs> Ladies and some of the gentlemen, brace yourselves if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> Matt Morgan looking jacked. How are you doing, Matt? How are you holding up? What did you think of Mania last night? Uh, it was fantastic. My reaction to falling asleep early definitely had it was not indicative of what I thought of Mania. Um, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it's hard not to like WrestleMania other than the one complaint of it being too long. <laughs> um, but... As far as the spectacle of it, holy crap. Yeah. What would Sorry? Undertaker and Reigns. Um eh, what do you say? Um we we knew we knew for sure Roman was going over, but the match itself did its job. I mean, he was just he just needed to go over an Undertaker, right? That's all that needed to take place. He didn't need to have a five star match with him. Um, at this point, for Undertaker to have one of those type of matches, he's got to have, you know, a different type of partner. It's always easy for us to work with a smaller guy than it is a bigger guy who's, I don't want to say plotting or anything, but 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 somebody who's not a power guy, which Roman kind of is. Um, surprisingly, he wasn't able to get him up in the reverse tombstone. I, I, I've had dreams of that spot since I've been like seven years old, of being able to, you know, take a put you in the tombstone, you wiggle your legs, and you pick him up, and then he wiggles his legs, and he picks you up, and then you keep going back and forth. Like, good God, how do you mess that up? I don't know. Was that more taker, though, um, by not shifting? If I'm being honest, yes. Yeah. But I hate to say it because that's, that's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. What were, you, what were you feeling when you saw the, the farewell at the end? I don't ever want to see it. So I did not like it. I actually had a tear in my eye like a freaking little girl. Uh, I, I watched it this morning and uh, I made sure to try to stay offline. But um, long story short, I, I just I, I thought they could have done it differently. I would have liked to have seen the somehow the um, what do you call it brought back uh, his urn maybe or, or something. You know, it would have been really cool if this was all a dream. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but you, he wakes up and he's mean Mark in WWE. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, yeah, Morgan Dice Punisher, whatever it is. <laughs> that would be different. <laughs> it takes some. It takes a lot of the emotion out of it for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it was, none of that was real. What? I don't have magical powers. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought very creative with the run, the ramp as well. Not making them have to walk the entire. You know. Distance to get there, you know, 85 yards is a long-ass walk or run yeah. to get to the ring. But I thought it was creative to have him come up from the ground, have him go below with his fist in the air. That was pretty cool. The the symbol, the symbolism of him taking his gear off in the ring and leaving it there was cool, but what was cooler was how long they kept it in the ring like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody 
it will ever command more respect than that guy. Like they said, Andre the Giant was, you know, they always, everyone always called him boss, and he was the man that everybody respected, from office to workers to everybody. Um, and my understanding, Taker is even more so, even yeah. more well respected, which says something. Yeah. No, it was crazy. I mean, last night, just looking at that outpouring of support on Twitter, I mean, just everybody talking about going to stay. Loved last night, the photos. What was it? An hour after the show ended, nobody moved his gear out of the ring. It's great yeah. just to see that it was yeah. still there. You know, I, I wonder who finally had that uh, unenviable task. For a lazy I, ring crew. I was going to say, they're shitless out of their minds to move it because yeah. of, of uh, what would happen if they did. Yeah. Yeah, I can see a JBL or someone going, hold up. So you think it was okay for you to go move Undertaker, <laughs> just the greatest wrestler in the history of WWE, and you're just going to move his shit, huh? Like, it's no big deal, right? And I can yeah. see him ribbing up or something like that. Everyone's probably just too scared to do it. JBL was probably waiting at Gorilla, just waiting for someone to, to move it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been great. Uh, so what would you think of uh, Rod's night, Matt? Um, ooh, I, I liked, loved... Um, our guys coming up. What is wrong with me? Um, from NXT. Come on. Um, the revival. Oh, yeah. Love that. Um, I mean, the show was good. It, it was a good post Monday Night Raw. I loved how they opened the show. Very ballsy of them to open the show, let the crowd just do their chance. And I know WWE trying their their logic wasn't trying to showcase the fan though. My thinking is their logic was to try to get it out of their systems. Mm. You, you know, it, like they did with Roman, having Roman go out there and not talk. You get know, it like, out for the, like the rest of the show just kind of yeah so so that that way when the other when other other matches are going on people aren't reading newspapers like they did the orton and uh, uh what's the name Seamus that one year <laughs> or, or, or doing shit like that so I, I just know them too much to know that i know they love their fans i know they respect their fans but to a certain level and it might have worked it, it didn't seem as crazy as as they were for uh other years i mean they did the wave they, they did the beach ball stuff but because hunter's now more involved Johnny Ace is less involved. I'm telling you that because of the talents they put out there tonight, they put out the people the fans would normally chant for. They put out Finn Balor. They put out Revival. They put out, you know what I mean? Like Sasha Banks that they love. They put a lot of people out that they like. Yeah. It was yeah. interesting. They didn't even try to edit the FU Roman chants at all. That was crazy. Yeah. They just left it in. Like, when's enough enough? You, you know what I mean? Like, what, they, they called him an a-hole. Yeah. yeah, the a hole. I'm like, man, there's a lot of kids in that what crowd. Did he, what did he do? I just got to ask the fans. I'm not a huge Roman fan. I am not. Everyone knows this. I'm not a defender. But what did he do for him to be an a hole? Yeah. Shouldn't it be FU Vince since he, he, he booked that ending, <laughs> yeah. right? Now, now I will pop for that. The fans, the fact that the fans were chanting Roman sucks when Vince came out and Vince was like, what is that supposed to be? You know, yeah. like that was good. Because that is what their message is. It's not that we don't, we, this guy sucks or we don't like him. It's we don't like the fact that you showed him down our throats. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm back to feeling sorry for Roman after last night. I mean, what did I, could you imagine, Matt, if you'd been in that position, like you're going to be the guy to retire Taker, and by the oh. way, you're going to have to literally carry him through part of this match. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I respect one, to him. To, you know? One, I'd be able to do it. Uh, it'd be my wet dream come true to be put in yeah. that spot. <laughs> um that's that's like my whole Hogan, you know um everyone in the 80s like hold uh, taker was my guy um just i don't know man I, I the match itself though again last night was what it needed to be mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't as good as it could it could have been but it was enough because no matter when whatever woman did it wasn't like he was going to get pops all of a sudden and be taken as this great baby face all of a sudden the only way it could have gotten better is what we talked about a million times grabbing the mic like he should have done tonight and ripped everyone a new one Instead of just saying it's my yard now and just said, you know, he could have done a little bit more and dug into these people and go, not only do I hate each and every one of you, you know, <laughs> but also throw in there, I took away your boy. That's right, Undertaker, the guys that you guys go crazy for, the mystical Undertaker, I beat his ass. Now what? You guys hated me before, you're going to be seeing a whole lot more of me now. And in the meantime, you guys could kiss my ass. That would have been awesome. I think and it would have made more sense. Yeah. Just something. I don't know. Well, it's funny, Matt. You know, I was thinking about what you were talking about with Dana Brooke uh, a couple weeks ago and about how with your face, you're doing the acting by reacting. 
And that was where Roman lost me tonight, which you could see this full spectrum of emotions him going mm -hmm. through when the crowd was booing there. If he just would have come out with confidence and authority and laid down those five words and left, it would have been great. But you saw mm -hmm. that look in his face. Ah, you know, that, but this it was programmed to be this way. That's what they wanted. They didn't want him like smirking, concerned. Right. Those yeah. are his real re those yeah. are his real reactions, though. Yeah. That's how he legitimately was reacting to people calling him an a-hole. That's yeah. my opinion. He's not a good actor, so he, he's not pulling that off. He didn't know those people were gonna chant that. They didn't have those chants, you couldn't guess what they were gonna chant. Just you just knew it was gonna be negative. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I'm sure he had a face in mind for that but not what they were chanting on tonight. And those were his natural reactions. And those are things you need to be careful of. We've said a million times about being a baby face. If you're going to be smirky and all cocky, cool, then go all the way with it. Yeah. Yeah. Something. So, uh, Andrew, what, what did you think? What did you think was the meanest chant first off at Roman? Was it the F you Roman? Was that? Oh, it's gotta be F you. I, I was yeah. shocked. Yeah. That they let that go on air. Uh, I, I just kept waiting for him to cut it. So, Man, yeah, that blew me away. It was a, a crazy start to Raw and got the show off to a... Andrew, what'd you think? I'm sorry, Andrew, what'd you no, think of... What'd you think, dude, when they were saying, we don't like you and go away? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I think most of them cracked me up. Uh, and, and the Vince one, how Vince didn't try to sell it and, and moved on. I think I got laughs out of pretty much everything tonight. Yeah, that is a good point, Matt, about trying letting the crowd get it out of their system a little bit because it was clear that you know he was waiting until around the 15 minute mark before cutting his promo and you know that's when they go to commercial uh so i mean that that would make sense yeah it was I mean, odd having the announcers explaining the post wrestlemania <laughs> crowd it's off last night by the way at mania when they were talking over the hardy's music oh i wanted to choke them all yeah. Shut up. Lay out for that. That's what you lay out for. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and the same line tonight, you know, they cheer who they usually boo and they boo who they usually cheer. It's just like. Yeah, it's obnoxious. So yeah. obnoxious. Uh, but yeah, it was. I, I, why didn't they bust out Die Roman Die if they're just going to go full on to the pinnacle, you know, being a, a crap crowd? I mean, I'm surprised they didn't go there. Yeah, it was just a weird way to start off the show. I mean, it was just, yeah, very, uh, I, I liked what Roman had to say. But yeah, Matt, I, I, was, I was sitting there fingers crossed hoping he would just tear him a new one and lay out his list of grievances. That would have been epic, but I don't think we're getting that. Um, okay, so we went from that to, to a kinder note. Um, Gals and Anderson versus the Hardys. So, Matt, first off, man, what do you think about the Hardys coming back in Mania? I feel, I don't know where Jeff Hardy gets like this this body from of his where he's able to do the stuff he does and, and be all banged up like jeff is permanently permanently limping mm -hmm. you know around backstage and this was three years ago four years ago um so now the bumps and bruises that are on that dude's bump card is crazy to me that he's able to still do all this and still come out make his entrance look like everything's fine and I don't know. I, I think that they have a good opportunity with them. I mean, you hear that what the fans want to see. I mean, that could just, I could see Vince and that Hunter just saying, well, tonight was a smart Mark fan uh, audience rather. So that, that, that broken thing won't be as over with our normal audience out in the middle of Oklahoma. And that may be true, but with that vehicle behind them and what they've done with some of the stuff with Bray Wyatt, they could make it even better. You know, he, you know, that was the hit. Tonight was his fourth night in a row wrestling because he, mm -hmm. he wrestled, uh, I think, his WrestleCon on Friday. Uh, then he had a crazy ladder match on Saturday uh, with mm -hmm. the Young Bucks where they did a lot more than they did on Sunday. And he was you know, said to be hurting after that match. And then mm -hmm. Sunday with WrestleMania, then fourth night in a row. So, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy uh, the weekend he's had. Uh, that being said, a lot of people have been asking about this the broken gimmick. It's clear he's not doing the full gimmick where he's crazy he's trying, and you he's know trying things. to get it in he's trying to get it in you could tell he's trying to get like some of the like the delete thing but he's, he's like, not thinking like george foreman is you know the kangaroos george foreman or whatever that was you know <laughs> you know that kind of stuff that he was doing uh glenn why are you on here twice it's <laughs> weird just that good man oh, it's freaking me out Sorry about that. But yeah, I mean, they're not doing like the, the crazy stuff that they were doing with the total, you know, for the final deletion and everything. But right now, if the fans keep asking for it, they've got to go there, right? Well, like, like they're just on Raw Talk right now, and he's just cutting a normal Hardy Boys promo. Is he? Yeah. 
And he did, and they did, yeah, and they did that last night too after the rumble. Yeah, I did see that. Um, Dang. Oh, well, you know, maybe I was going to say once the nostalgic act gets old, maybe that changes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they could legally get it, I'm sure, you know, again, I'm sure part of it, it, it's kind of like, you know, when Razor Ramon went to WCW, they couldn't use Razor, but they still used a lot of his mannerisms and they still got sued for that. You need to explain this to me because I don't know how this works. You wait, so Impact owns it. Well, there's they have in their contracts that um, you know and stuff that's created on their show. Yeah, we, we have partial, we have ownership of. Right? Yeah, for most contracts, it's not known if Matt's was the same or he had something different. Interesting, I didn't but know if, that. Okay, yeah, if that's the same thing that, that they so have, then you're right. You don't me to cut you off. Then you're right. Right. Like Undertaker wouldn't be able to use the Undertaker character anywhere. Um, right. You know, yada, yada, yada. Scott Hall actually came up with the Razor Ramon gimmick, but he wasn't allowed to use it. Mm-hmm. But he did still use a toothpick, say, hey, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's that gray area. So we'll, we'll, that's, what we'll started, see. that's when intellectual properties got introduced to our contract. So I can't go on another TV show and say, hey, yo. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So no stuttering and impact, Matt. Well, you know, Steve- I did do it. When my very first promo, I did. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I asked Christian Gage if I st- stuttered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stephen Colbert, like, was stopped by Comedy Central, which I think is owned by oh. Viacom. That's owned by Viacom, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is CBS is owned by Viacom. Yeah. And Comedy Central sent a cease and desist to Stephen oh. Colbert for using his old Stephen Colbert character. on his late show so that's how weird these things get you know conan created all these characters on his show and he couldn't use them when he went you know to tbs so Mm -hmm. you know they're they're strict on that kind of stuff yeah uh but man four nights in a row hardy's looked great tonight still still doing it um really curious where the tag division's going going from here revival kaz and enzo Seamus, did Seamus and Seamus and what's his name won tonight, right? Yeah, they won. Yeah. They did, yeah. I thought I saw that. Ugh. I mean, New Day seemed ba- like back to not being uh, dated, I guess. Yeah, they look different tonight, right? They yeah, they just felt different. like maybe because they haven't been involved in the uh, the tag team scene, they've just been doing comedy, like back wrestling again. They seemed a little fresher than than they have lately. Um, that being said, I still hope that they go to SmackDown. SmackDown needs something because now you got all these like kind of like su- like the the raw tag division all of a sudden feels like superstars, whereas SmackDown's just all job guys. And and the the fact that the Andre Battle Royal, the Usos and American <laughs> Alpha were thrown out like nothing, you know, yeah. it's, it just feels like uh, it's a big disconnect. Absolutely, uh, we'll see superstar uh, shakeup coming soon. They announced that tonight, which. Uh, talk about in a few minutes but okay so this third match or this third segment neville versus mustafa ali uh andrew what did you think of them putting on a cruiserweight match at this point to follow up those two hot opening segments oh man uh i mean it seemed like a decent crowd you know a call because that's the kind of crowd that you would think would be into 205 live and want to see those guys but man i felt bad for them because nobody cared that's when the beach ball uh, madness broke out. And uh, it, it was just a really bad follow-up for Neville, uh, especially from last night. He, he's doing some good work, but nobody cared. Yeah, I thought this match was really good. I thought Ali, that, this is the most impressed I've been with him since he's you know been on. I thought he looked really good tonight. He had a great match with Neville a couple weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of... It was kind of odd to throw a long cruiserweight match when you could tell the, this crowd didn't want that. So Matt, do you think Neville, that was a, a shoot on the fly decision to not finish with the red arrow? Cause he was pissed at the crowd or you think that was intentional? No, I think that was intentional. If you're, if you're a star that's got a really cool looking move, if the fans pay to want to see, and you yank that carpet out from underneath them, you're now being a legitimate heel. That's something yeah. that Finley would tell you. That's something William Regal would tell you. And a lot of guys are too full of themselves to do go actually through and do it. Because yeah. they're always so concerned, even though they're being a heel, to at least get that reaction and get that pop, even though they're supposed to be being heels. So kudos to him for being a heel's heel. And he's done that before, too. That wasn't yeah. the first time he's done that, where he's teased going for the red arrow and then went for the rings of Saturn. And what, what does he call the rings of Saturn again? I'm, I'm forgetting right now. 
I don't remember. I can't think either. Yeah, they keep calling it that. Michael Cole does, but yeah, yeah, I thought he was um, calling it something else. But anyway, uh, we'll just keep saying rings, rings of Saturn. Um, yeah, I like I it. it. But yeah, uh, that beach ball crap during tonight seemed like it was getting to him, and it, like that was mm-hmm. it was a good match. So it was a very good cruiserweight match. I'm actually more surprised the crowd wasn't into it. Too. That was really. I thought that was the best match on the show. Yeah, it's tight. Unfortunately, it didn't get more of a reaction. So uh, what did get a reaction though? Vince McMahon showing up coming out giving an update that steph you know saying steph is injured which uh and the crowd just not giving that the gravitas you would think i mean so i think they they really aren't believing it saying that uh hit her head going through the table last night and she's going to be out announcing uh the superstar shakeup, which i keep wanting now to say superstar shuffle thinking of the super bowl shuffle uh but the superstar shakeup coming soon that uh maybe not a draft maybe some trades we'll find out next week but uh, the big news, new general manager for Raw, Kurt Angle. It's happening. Raj, less than 24 hours ago, we were saying this wasn't going to happen. Not likely. But bam, Angle's, Angle's in the picture now. Yeah. I mean, my thing was always they always bring it down whenever they bring a, a new general manager. And this time they went up. And that's great. So that's awesome. I, I was glad to see that. Yeah. Matt, what did you think of Angle's uh, induction the other night? Great. Absolutely great. I thought he played a lot of his comedy stuff. Oh yeah, you know, which he's, oh my God, the be, like the best at. But um, I just hope the newer fans get what a legit badass he was as well. Yeah, that was that was my thing. I almost felt like he did he focused too much on the comedy. That someone that's not familiar with them would just be like, oh, this guy was really funny, yeah. as opposed to like he was such a great, you know, such an uh, amazing athlete in the ring. I mean, I was happy to see at least they put over in some of the quick interview you know slots that they were saying how he's the quickest to ever pick up the business which is what he's will go down in history as the number one thing either being one of the greatest of all time in the ring but right behind it is nobody's ever picked this business up quicker than him including brock nobody um and he's you know a, a triple threat you know and tonight i thought he did a great job his yeah. stuff with, he's, he's gonna be so good playing off a lot of these guys what i was pretty uh impressed and happy with is how comfortable Enzo was with him. There was a natural real chemistry there. That I think is going to help him a lot. Yeah. So, talking about Zoe, you know. Yeah. I hope that um, Stephanie stays off of TV. Like this was to write her off for a bit. She is not because I don't want to see Kurt her Angle. interacting with Kurt Angle or talking down to him, and doing happen. the crap that he, you know, she did with uh, Mick Foley. Will Completely not agree. happen. Yeah. That shit ain't happening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, I mean, they could just have Vince come in if they need someone to be the bad guy for the foreseeable future for him to play off of. I could see that happening. Um, but I like that a lot tonight. I think Kurt's going to be great, and I loved his Hall of Fame induction the other night. Um, we came from that to another surprise, which was then the Revival showing up to face Kofi, Xavier, and Big E. So, uh, yeah, man. So, Matt, I know you're uh, stoked to see these guys on the main roster. Andrew, uh, were you a big fan of theirs in NXT? Uh, I'm a big fan of theirs in NXT. Yeah, I think they put on some of the best matches uh, in the company over the past couple of years. I am very afraid, though, for their main roster run. Uh, I don't know if this is something Vince is going to be really interested in and get. Uh, great, a- great athletes, great wrestlers, but um, I'm kind of hoping they end up on SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. I'd love to see them on SmackDown against, uh, what do you call it? What's the other guys from NXT? Um, American, Alpha. American Alpha. Yeah. God. Oh, my yeah. God. Those guys have the potential to put on match of the year. And the revivals were they, were, they were they were such great heels here that they still managed to turn that crowd against them by the end. You know, they were they were <laughs> booing them when they started beating up Kofi. So, uh, so you know, good. kudos to them. Hey, hey, Andrew, is that a Sean O'Hare picture behind you? It is a Sean O'Hare autographed. That's my guy. I was a very, I was the very first wrestler I met walking into OVW. And he was really, guy that was not a dick and was nice to me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. he's he's strangely one of my all-time favorites. So, so much potential. Oh, oh. he had so much potential. Agreed. Yeah. He nice. did MMA too for a while. Oh, he took dude. on Butterbean. Yeah. Dude, you should go to a nightclub with him. You, <laughs> you know, I'm dead serious. Like Sean's one of my best friends. If you go to a nightclub with him, oh my God, you ask any guy. Like he would fight like four or five dudes. Like, <laughs> if, if, if it was now, we had your camera phone available, dude. Sean would be humongous. He'd be so over. Yeah, you know he was he was a legit badass. That's why I'm surprised he didn't do a little bit better in MMA. But he he was really really good. 
a really good fighter and and messed up while he was doing it like drunk he, he was a great fighter yeah wow well <laughs> that's my uh, guy man <laughs> cool so we talked about um the enzo and cast segment with uh, kurt angle setting up their match for the number one contendership with uh, sheamus and cesaro later but uh let's talk about this uh bailey sasha banks and dana brooke now face turn complete against uh charlotte naya and a returning emma finally no more teasing <laughs> evil emma's back so matt did you think this was ever going to happen with us seeing emma back in the ring i didn't care <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did i honestly i didn't care she could have came through the tv screen and then spread <laughs> legs and sat and, and stood on my damn table and i still would not have cared or noticed it's just they could have done this eight months ago with her just showing up in a tag match and then she's on the roster you know so yeah. it's just kind of it's kind of annoying in that way um but yeah so at least there's a little more depth she's yeah. super oh, yeah. good in the ring by the way obviously i don't want yeah. to take that away from her it's not her fault right oh yeah i know it was just stupid what they did uh with the but, whole emelina yeah. shit i mean just absolutely well, they were, ridiculous they were trying something and it didn't work in rehearsals, but you would just have thought that they would have tried it way before they did six, you know, six months of promos for it. Mm -hmm. What didn't work? I don't want to. I can't believe I'm getting this. Just give me the 10, 20 second version. All right. So the, the day they were going to uh, do the Emelina reveal, mm -hmm. uh, they were having her trying to do the sexy gimmick like uh, like Sable and mm -hmm. they weren't getting what they wanted. So they made the decision to yank it. And uh, just dropped After that 14 weeks of teasing it, they decided to yank yeah. it the day of. Oh, it felt way longer than that. Yeah, I, I, that, that kind of surprised me. I thought it was longer than that. Maybe, <laughs> but it was a long. I thought it was like two years there. Uh, it broke. It broke uh, the the record. Uh, it, it broke. Uh, it was certainly longer than Brodus Clay. Uh, was it longer than Glacier? Well, we don't know about that. And some people mm -hmm. were saying there were a few other ones that may have uh, topped it in the grand okay. scheme of things. Uh, but I don't think she needed her gimmick. I like the gimmick as it was tonight. But uh, what do you think about Dana as a as a face? Matt? Don't care. Yeah. I think she still needs to improve yeah. immense, immensely. Um, I still think she's overacting. You know, the goofy faces she's making and, and just overdoing it. She's playing wrestler right now. Yeah. I, I, I get the feeling you're still not going to see her on TV all that much more than you were before yeah so if you have to pick with this whole shake-up thing in the women's division do you think they have to do any swaps with smackdown uh rush it seems to me like charlotte's on the way out i mean she got beat by bailey you know before mania then at mania they got pinned again tonight uh because it's weird matt I'm, i can't remember if they did that when you were uh with the company but you know, late with the with, with with the brand split, when one wrestler is leaving to the other brand, they like job lose. him out like he's leaving the t like a territory from you know in the eighties. They, they would lose one match on their way out generally with whoever they were in their angle with, yeah. Right, and they did that like with Jack Swagger before he went to SmackDown uh, last year. So that almost seems like they might be sending Charlotte over. That'd maybe maybe Alexa Bliss to Raw. That would be very that'd be good. That right there, it does a lot right there. The matchups, I mean, yeah, to have Becky Lynch and her on the same show, I don't see them doing that. I, I, I maybe they do, but to have Mickey James possibly against Charlotte, and you know, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it really, yeah, it would really shake things up. And Sasha Banks finally, see, that's what they need to do. They don't need to bring a big, well, yeah, they do need to bring somebody over the wall, but maybe this is what has to happen for Sasha to get that limelight on her again. Yeah. Be nice, yeah. Sasha Bailey. I think we see it, but it was interesting. We didn't see any Fishers within the uh, women's team tonight, but the uh, the the face team. But the uh, yeah, Charlotte, Nia, and Emma. There was the the little friction after the pin there, which I thought was setting up maybe something. So who knows? I don't know. It'd be good to change things up a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's clear they're not using the word draft. So yeah. I think they want to make it clear that it's not going to be a giant uh, roster shakeup, but just there will be some. Who do you predict? Do you think it's going to be Reigns for uh, uh, Roman for AJ, as has been rumored? I mean, Matt, if you had to make Ooh, one trade between wow. brands, who would it be? Oh, my God. I'm AJ's my number one pick. Um, God, AJ on Raw with now Rollins and Balor and Joe and Owens. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that could be really good. Really good. I don't know who I pick. I don't care. I just want to see it shaken up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd almost say uh, I'd, I'd almost do that. And maybe someone like Owens to SmackDown too. Cause I, I feel like he's kind of lost yeah. in the shuffle a bit on raw. It's hard to go anywhere after you've been a champion. Like how, how else do you go back up again, other than being the champion right? again? Yeah. It, it's very difficult to do. Get him away from Sami Zayn too for a year yeah. or so. <laughs> right. But then they'll probably draft Sammy to smash. Too, so <laughs> oh, absolutely. Diggler or something. Um, yeah, who knows? Well, we'll find out next week. Monday and Tuesday, it'll be happening on Raw and SmackDown. Um, so we're talking about... Oh, real quick, one thing yeah. I did want to say. The one thing that would drive me nuts with the, the Raw after Mania is they throw all this stuff out there, but do nothing to get you to want to tune in the next week. And there's a huge ratings drop from the Raw after Mania to, to the next Raw. And at least this week, they got yeah. something to get you hooked to, you know, to come next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, if anything, I think it was the problem that they were following up a like, remarkably solid WrestleMania that was very good from start to finish. Um, it was just too long. But yeah, it was, a, it was a tough act to follow for a change as opposed to Raw uh, eclipsing the pay-per-view. So we're going to talk about what's coming up, including Lesnar coming back tonight, talk about the number one contenders match, and of course, the return of Finn Balor. But first, I want to take a moment thank the sponsors of this episode. First up, WWE Slam Crate, powered by Loot Crate. You've heard us talk about it. It's a bi-monthly box for the WWE Universe, loaded with exclusive and authentic collectibles, apparel, merchandise, stuff you can't get anywhere else. And... What's great about it is all the items are handpicked and created by Loot Crate. So each crate contains over $60 in value. You're gonna get stuff like limited edition t-shirts. You're gonna get posters. You're gonna get trading cards, patches. We talked before uh, about the flat uh, WWE World Championship fanny pack that they included one month. Mitch the Plant, uh, New Day figurines, John Cena figurines, all sorts of stuff, a great assortment of products. Each one contains over $60 in value and crates start as low as $27.99 for each crate. When you sign up, we've got a deal for you. You can save $3 off your first box at lootcrate.com slash wrestling inc when you sign up and use our coupon code wrestling inc that's lootcrate.com slash wrestling inc and we thank them for sponsoring the show they've already announced it you're going to give them your shirt size uh, you're going to give them your info stone cold steve austin limited edition uh, limited edition collectible in the next upcoming crate so go sign up now lootcrate.com slash wrestling inc also want to thank ddp yoga congrats to diamond dallas page in the wwe hall of fame now Big part of the reason why is the great work he's done with DDPY. You've seen guys like Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Goldust, Mick Foley, Jake Roberts turn their lives, turn their health around using DDP Yoga. And you can get started today doing it yourself. When you go to ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc, we've got a deal for you. You can get 25% off the DDPY DVDs, and that includes three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app. Or if you're digital only, you can get the DDP Yoga Now app for just 25% off. And you can also buy a Max or Combo Pack at 25% off and get 50% off the second one. Partner up with a friend, partner up with a loved one, get an accountability buddy, take control of your life, take control of your health now with DDP Yoga. Go to ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc to take advantage of these offers. We thank them for sponsoring the show and congrats to DDP on his well-deserved entry into the Hall of Fame. Man, that ceremony the other night, I thought really, really strong. But uh, again, every, I feel like everything's been good in the WWE. It's just all going a little long lately you know even takeover felt a little longer this this weekend um yeah andrew what'd you think of the the hall of fame the other night uh it was really good uh there were most years there's usually one or two kind of embarrassing ones or they go on way too long a mr t type but uh these were all good um none of i don't know if any of will stick with me for the rest of my life but i think uh they all told some good stories and uh yeah it was fun but like you said man it was it was long. Everything is so long, but uh, they'll probably fix that in future years because I don't know how many more people there are to induct. Next year's got to be Taker, right? Just go go right for it. Have Steve them headline. Taker. Yeah, absolutely. They've still got a shitload more women to, in, to induct way before Beth Phoenix. That's a freaking joke. Miss Elizabeth Sable. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a. Simone Ivory. How about Ivory, who, who connected like three generations of women's you know, wrestlers there for a minute? You know, there's so many. You people forget how over how, how much Ivory did for that company. Um, Jan, there's so many more deserving. When you put Beth Phoenix in there, you're opening up the floodgates to so many more women. Mickey James obviously is not going to get in. If Beth, yeah. did, um, yeah. there's so many more. I wonder where they chose her. Youngest inductee. Edge. I don't know. Edge or still. I mean, uh, I'm friends with. Her. I feel like a jerk saying any of this. <laughs> You know, but I just have other friends I'm looking at going, like, how does, you know, how does uh, Victoria not get it yet? 
I think that's China. someone's after this I mean, podcast. China, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's the most obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been after, after this podcast, I imagine Matt Morgan texting people saying, hey, if you hear I said something about you on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just playing a heel. just playing a heel. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, let's talk about this match versus Sheamus and Cesaro versus Enzo and Cass. I felt like... Sheamus and Cesaro really uh, got the crowd back on their side tonight. It seems like they're they're finally gelling a little bit. Because there's a foreign crowd. It don't count. Yeah. <laughs> it might as yeah, well be the that European tour. crowd. Yeah. Well, they won, though. Man, what's it going to take to get the belts on Enzo and Cass? They got to go over to SmackDown? I don't think they deserve the belts, personally. I mean, yeah. their, their matches suck. They're not really a tag team tag team either. I don't, you know, one guy's you could see his money, and the other guy's great on the mic. Right? Yeah, mm. yeah. One day, one day, someday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna end up being his manager. Watch. Yeah, it work. I mean, you see, they were all over that Universal ad tonight. I mean, they're using them for I think everything they possibly can. So it he's, seems like he's the phenomenal company. on the mic. He's better than yeah. 100 of that roster on the mic. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. He's so- yeah, so uh, Jinder and Sammy tonight. That was kind of a, I don't know. How big and Jack did he look in that backstage segment with Kurt? Oh, he's huge. He's freakish. He's, he's getting ridiculous. freakish now. That was a good example, though, guys, of how you play with angles with the camera. The closer you stand to the camera, the bigger you're going to appear. So with his veins and vascularity, like, plus how big, like, where he was standing, he looked like great Kali, but with muscles. Yeah, he's going like to be like a giant vein in, in a few weeks. <laughs> he, looks so good, he looks so impressive. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he's jacked. Uh, I think he's. I mean, I think he's probably the most jacked guy on the roster. He's turning into Ryback. Mm-hmm. Hey, good for him, man. Hey, you're going to make me a mid card actor or a little bit less than that. I'm going to go out swinging. It ain't going to be because I'm not in shape, you know. So God bless him. I, I respect the, sh- the crap out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and they're just keeping him in the mix. So, I mean, clearly some people backstage like his look and think that hey. his size is good. He got to the final. He did the angle with Gronk, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. at the Battle Royal. Yeah. yeah. But and when you see what the final, like, five were in that Battle Royal, it's, what the uh, hell? Yeah, it's like uh, this, is what it, this is what this match has come to. Crap. But anyway. It was weird. <laughs> it was like Titus and the, the Killer Dane or what? The, oh the yeah, Killian the Dane. Scottish guy needs to shave his back. Um, yeah, Bastion it's... Booger. Uh, <laughs> it, was, was like, yeah. it was something. Uh, so okay, so let's talk about the big return tonight. Finn Balor coming out to team with Seth Rollins against Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. So yeah, man. Matt Wait, we uh, we didn't get to Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Brock came out. Stood there while Paul Heyman said a bunch of stuff, became a caricature of himself. And uh, Braun? Braun Strowman came out. Braun yeah. Strowman came out. So is that oh. what we're going to So was Braun coming out to say that Braun was going to go against Reigns? Or was Braun coming out to say that Braun's going to go against Brock? I was a little unclear. No, he's going to go through Roman Reigns to get to Brock, to is what Brock, he basically okay. said. So he Brock said. doesn't have to work the next pay-per-view. He can just go back to the farm for a while. And then- I'm sure that's what Braun was thinking when he thought of that. I think... I think Brock is advertised for the next pay-per-view, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, I mean, they could do Braun and Roman next week, and the winner gets Brock at the pay-per-view, and then you go with Braun. Uh, but Braun, you know, we, we talked about this before, Mania, that that was the plan at one point was for Braun to be uh, first for Lesnar, and, and so they're going with it. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, it, it, that's the first time I think I've seen Lesnar in the ring with someone that's more intimidating than, you know, than him. Like I'd rather run yeah. into uh, Lesnar in a in a dark alley than Braun. You're nuts. There's a difference. A real versus fake. <laughs> sure, but appearance wise, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Braun's that, Braun's Braun's if I ran into Jinder or BJ yeah. Penn, I'd rather take on BJ Penn. But that would be, you know, that'd be well BJ Penn ten years ago. But that'd be bad. <clears throat> Braun looks like uh, what's his face in Blazing Saddles. I feel like I could do some sort of mind tricks and just, you know somehow go by unharmed. But Brock is legitimately scary looking. All right. Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Braun versus Brock. We'll see how that shakes out. That's the path that's on. But let's talk about Finn, man. Like tonight, that was uh, clearly what the crowd was in love with. I mean, yeah. What did you think, Matt, seeing Finn come back in the match they put on tonight? What did we ask you guys what you thought? Because I like the demon thing. Like, 
how do you not come back as the demon? Is he not doing it anymore? He only does that on pay-per-views. But this is his big, ta-da, I'm back, Mother Bletch, you know, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, even when he when he jumped to Raw, he, he didn't do the demon thing until he did it the week before SummerSlam is kind of like a preview and, and then at SummerSlam. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah. I like it. Maybe that's when I'm the only one who likes it. I don't know. I think yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, no, looks, I'm with you. Yeah, he just looks like some little dude with a big head and a leather coat. Otherwise, I mean, he's a fantastic wrestler. He's money. You know, he's one of my favorite guys to watch. But I'm saying, if I have a choice between coming out like a badass demon or some diminutive dude with a big head and a leather coat, I'm taking the demon. Yeah, I don't see why he doesn't do just a. I know that it's a pain to do the full body paint, you know, for every week. But you could do just your face or a smaller version, you know, not not the whole body, but just to kind of keep that look, uh, you know, continuous. Because he does look like much more of a star with that whole getup oh, than, God, yeah. than without it. He, sure. he mag- my prediction: if he stays healthy, he will easily be the number one merch mover. I'm saying it right now. Remember, I'm saying it. Yeah, he has too much stuff to play off of. Yeah, the leather jacket and that whole thing, I don't know. It's funny, Matt, I heard you had some choice words for me going to Grease 2 the other night, but I started busting up during the finale because uh, the main character there, shirtless in a leather jacket, turned to my wife, I'm like, that dude looks like Finn Balor outside the makeup. And that's all I think of now when I see Finn. It's just that look. Something about it, he looks like he's going to Chippendales or something in that outfit with the leather jacket. Do you know what I think of when I th- do you know what I think about when I see you, Glenn, my friend? Oh, I think I, I think of this guy I know that actually admits to other guys that he goes and watches <laughs> operas and plays and all these other big to-dos instead of watching wrestling. Yeah, you know what's funny? <laughs> my, my my other friends both, say the same you- crap about how I admit I watch wrestling. Okay? You can't nerd shame <laughs> me, dude. There's no nerd shame. We're living in 2017, Matt. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Your friends can't nerd shame you because of me. I could whip every single one of their asses versus <laughs> your other friends that watch the grease stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sweating. Uh, you know what I mean? So I said I was gonna revoke your man card, Glenn. So here it is. Here's my hand. It's coming through the screen. Oh. <laughs> He's got it. It's gone. Hey, let's face oh. it, without this beard, I look like a butch lesbian anyhow, so you know. <laughs> I've been dealing with this my whole life, Matt. You know, no shame, no nerd shame. It's 2017. I'm into My Little Pony. Friendship is magic, for Christ's sake. You can't embarrass me, man. I own it. I embrace it. You're, oh, you're kidding about that, though, right? Uh, yeah, like, there, was, there was a phase where we wanted to see what the hype was about. It's if you got kids, or uh, if you know you're an uncle or aunt, it's better than you think it's. Gonna the be. easy answer is say yes. I was kidding. I don't play kayfabe. I keep it keep it 100. No, but seriously though. Um, Oh, now I lost my train of thought. You guys getting me <laughs> off track here. Uh, but my point is, and despite all that, I love wrestling. I love wrestling. And yeah, I missed TakeOver for it, and I apologize for that. But, you know, sometimes there's live events you got to go to. Same thing, Matt. If you're doing a signing, do you want your fans to stay home and watch whatever's on TV that night? You want them to come out and see Matt Morgan, once-in-a-lifetime chance. Press the flesh, shake some hands, get an autograph. They got to do it, man. Flesh? Yeah, what you know, a handshake. What does that mean? Handshake. Oh. It press the flesh, you know? Sounds like you're squeezing that sounds gross. It, it, yeah. it does sound a little... <laughs> You're saying this while Matt has his shirt off as well. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Uh, But you understand what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to go out of the house. Glenn, Glenn. Yeah. (laughs) Glenn, you're getting sleepy. (laughs) You will no longer go and watch women's opera. (laughs) You like hot chicks. You like wrestling, NASCAR, monster trucks. Monster truck. I like yeah. wrestling. NASCAR yeah. never gotten is just driving in a circle, man. UP standing up. <laughs> We're not even going to get into the rest of this. We're getting too All sidetracked. Right. But Finn Balor's back. The Finn big Balor. news. Yay. Um, I thought this was a great match tonight. And I actually thought, man, compared to all these other guys, he just, I mean, yeah. I know we thought this over the summer. I mean, he just, he outshines a lot of other people in the ring. And tonight, I thought it was like, man, he was running circles around them, you know? Thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He has like a Jeff Hardy like charisma where he's just strange, unique, and he doesn't need to cut like killer promos. He just, just in his body language alone, he has it. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, I was hoping they, you know, um, 
I, I just hope they push him right because right now it's you know you got Braun and Lesnar and these monsters in the world title picture. So you know where does that kind of leave you know Finn and Seth and and these guys? So um, honestly, you know, with t- with today's fans, don't you think that they'd rather see the people in that 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 tag match versus Braun versus Lesnar? Because uh, yeah. I bet you Vince thinks they want to see uh, Braun versus Lesnar. Absolutely, they do. You know he does. Yeah. (laughs) So, but, you know, one other thing I'd like to see is the heel side is so weak on on Raw right now. I'd like to see Seth turn heel. Because I feel like he's been kind of ineffective as a babyface. Yes. Yes. Hate saying that. Love watching him, but you're right. Yeah, but we can go so many different directions from here. I think the, tonight did what it needed to do and giving us a jumping off point, a bit of a reset button. Um, hopefully next week we'll get some some new blood in the mix, change things up a bit. But all in all, so Matt, what, how do you think this stacked up as the Raw after Mania? I mean, did it live up to your expectations? Yeah. Um, well, no. I was hoping bigger. I was hoping we'd see bigger uh, NXT call-ups maybe or somebody from a different company. You know, like the Hardy thing that happened last night, I was hoping we'd see something like that tonight, you know? That's usually the next Raw after Mania. It's usually some huge debut, bigger than the Revival, you know? Yeah, it felt like there was a lot tonight, but really the Revival was the only, because uh, the Hardys was last night, so they were the only call-up from NXT. And uh, Shinsuke would have been cool. Yeah. You got to think Shinsuke is tomorrow course. night. Right, I hope so. Why? Why? That's been the rumor. He's, uh, I mean, you saw, you saw, you saw Takeover. He said his, he said his goodbyes. So, why Tuesday? Why, why Smack? Excuse me. Why SmackDown? Because they need him. Uh, so yeah, that's been that, the, the rumor even before WrestleMania was that Shinsuke uh, will be jumping to SmackDown, and they need somebody. I mean, they need something because they, especially like all these guys that are you know they get in the revival on Raw and uh, the Hardys. Uh, it, it just feels like a, a, a B, like they're treating it like a B show, even though it's been doing better, you know, live live event attendance over the last couple months than Raw because of, because of John Cena. But uh, you know, they need to keep it strong. And Cena's gone. Cena's Cena's not even adver- uh, expected for SummerSlam, or at least he's not listed for it right now. So he could be gone a while. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, why, Matt? Do you? Where do you think? Uh, you think Shinsuke would be better on Raw? Yeah, I think he'll. He has a much bigger platform on Raw. Um, now, his as soon as you said SmackDown, I'm thinking AJ Styles. But who's to say AJ stays there? You know. So, I always think of matchups, and I think of it very differently. I think of it one as a fan that likes to watch a lot of in ring, like high work rate matches with you know. Lots of you know, lots of cool moves, lots of good psychology, just good workers. I like to watch that match, the matchup. But I also like to be entertained at the same time, right? Like pretty much every fan. Um, and I just think, so I think of the matchups that could give me that, and AJ versus him gives us that. But like you just said, AJ could get drafted to the world. We really aren't going to know anything until next week. Right. I almost wonder if they think it would be smarter to wait until next week and give Shinsky that center stage of, like ta-da type platform by saying, you know, you get one call up from NXT and then he gets, you know what I mean? in this shake up gimmick. And then he gets to come out on stage. The crowd loses their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you have Shinsuke show up on SmackDown and then next week he gets drafted right to raw. <laughs> I mean, great. <laughs> I but like I think they need, I think, uh, SmackDown needs something, otherwise, yeah, like a big surprise tomorrow night. Otherwise, I think it's just gonna it's just gonna feel like, uh, you know, the discarded, the discarded show, the the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, it's their first time in the WrestleMania home city too, so they're probably gonna want something big for that. Yeah, yeah, SmackDown, where Randy Orton is now the champion. Yes. Oh yeah, Matt. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you. Well, Disagreeing with me about Randy Orton. What I say? Uh, how I was saying he was overrated, and you were saying he was the greatest in ring worker. Yeah, and he had the the crappiest match at WrestleMania. He had the, like a seven month build, great storyline or, or a storyline, and uh, and they stunk up the joint. How is that on him? Look where the match was on the card. First and foremost, mm-hmm. secondly, watch Randy's work. There's nothing Randy did in that match one iota. Watch every bit of it. 
it was not money on the spot, perfect timing, perfect execution. Um, he sold what he needed to sell, which was the freaking worms and mangots. That was his big thing to bring in, throw out of the ring and sell it. That man cannot get people into his matches to save his life. No, there's a definite disconnect. I'm never going to say there's not. But what I'm saying about a guy that when that bell rings is money in the ring. It's ring yes, he's professional. He doesn't botch. His his stuff looks he's good. Professional. He has a better feel than anybody else in that locker room in the business, Raj. It's not just my opinion. That's a known fact. You but if he had a better feel, why, why aren't the fans ever in his matches? Because Randy's not always giving 100%. Randy gives what he can at times. He's in and out. He's here today. He's gone tomorrow. He's got other he's got other things going on, and I'm hopefully today these days aren't it's not like it used to be for him. And I know he's clean and things like that now, but as far as giving it his all, I don't know. I just know you ask anybody in there who is more who is more genetically gifted to to be a professional wrestler, they all will tell you Randy Orton. He has a feel that you cannot teach. I'm not I'm not doubting that in the ring he's good as as far as his moves and his his, not his moves, execution. It's his feel. It's his feel. It's his feel. It's his reaction. I'll give you an example. Last night, Roman, when he botched the stuff with the stuff with Undertaker, the Undertaker messed up, right? Mm-hmm. What, what what did you notice next? Do you guys remember anything? Like, uh, he went to the Superman punch. What what happened before that? What, was anything said? Would anybody say anything? To yeah, Taker Taker said something. Shocker here, guys. Roman Reigns shockingly has got enough main event experience now and enough balls to actually call that spot. Go back and watch it. I was like. He stepped up. He, he immediately went into that. I, be, I was very impressed with that. That takes years to get to. My point is, that's the type of stuff that Randy Orton does yeah. that you cannot teach. John Cena, it, it's night and day. John Cena has a better feel for the crowd, right, and making them emotionally invest. Randy is not very good at making them emotionally invest unless he's being a heel. He's very good at it then. Mm-hmm. I just cannot remember the last match at a pay-per-view where I was like, man, that Randy Orton match was awesome. That was the match of the night. <clears throat> that, that's fair. He's also working, you know, a, a fat slob who's got a very cool gimmick, a very cool gimmick. <laughs> but you can't, you can't bump him around. What can you do with him? I'm, I, I'm telling you, AJ, I think, would have had a tremendous match with Bray. AJ had a tremendous match with Shane McMahon. AJ's the best worker on the planet. He's better than Randy Orton. I'll say that right now. Yeah. Roman Reigns had better matches with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, let's settle down. Let's calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. But, uh, all right, we'll have to agree to disagree. So, man, we want to ask you your follow-up. Uh, Cena's proposal last night, 100% kayfabe? Not real? I don't buy it. I don't believe I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just know John's BS smile when he's not being real, and I've seen it a lot between this and the Today Show, and – Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe he finally gets it. Maybe he's finally like, hey, I'm getting older. I should probably get married. I should probably take care of this now versus being old and lonely by myself one day. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I do want to say I don't believe it. Well, it's clear that that was planned. I mean, you could tell by Nikki's reaction. She wasn't an emotional mess or anything. She was just like, oh, yeah, that's great. And the, <laughs> the family ringside was like, oh, yeah, here you go. His cell of his mother, that was pretty good, right? Yeah. His cell uh, yeah. of seeing his mom out there. Yeah, yeah, oh, the, yeah. The mom was cool. But like they his should... cell of that was pretty legit, I thought. Yeah, it's weird that they didn't have uh, Laurinaitis out there, you know, there. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what about Goldberg? You think Goldberg's done? I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't even think he'd be back after the first match he had. You know what I mean? I, I didn't expect any of that to unfold. I don't think anybody did. Him have this title run and all this stuff. I think it was cool while it lasted. Let's see Bill again, you know, but I like the way they did the match last night, by the way. I like the way that they set that up. It, what was it, six minutes, five minutes? Yeah, that yeah. was like the best five-minute match. But it was good. Yeah. yeah. And so Goldberg went on Raw Talk tonight, and Raj, you were watching that when we came on, so he was just saying, that's it? You got to go to his... Yeah, so he came out. I don't know why they didn't do this in front of, uh, you know, on Raw, but Goldberg was out after the show ended, came to the ring. Uh, fans were booing him. By the end, they were tra- cheering him like crazy. I mean, he he knows how to when he's himself, and he was you know clearly not doing a strict scripted promo. When he's himself, he can get the crowd on his side. And did he ever? He was talking about how he did it for his family. It's the same stuff he's been saying, but the way he said it and the way he delivered uh, just really connected. He, he brought his son tonight. What's that? You went out to the audience tonight? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that it's so weird that they didn't show it on Raw? Yeah. His son like hopped over the the railing to come in and fell, 
and Goldberg joked about how that was one more bump than he would have taken, you know? (laughs) And, uh, so it was, it was pretty good. Uh, and I'm sure it's probably still on the it's on the WWE network. They probably included it with Raw Talk because then they went to the the stage version of Raw Talk and they had the Hardys on, uh, who weren't doing their gimmick, and uh, and Bailey. And by stage version, I mean that's when they went to the set, not not in yeah. the ring. All right. Well, home stretch. It's almost over. Tomorrow night we got SmackDown and Talking Smack, and then Raj, you can finally get some rest. Oh man, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, in time to get back here for the Wrestling Inc. podcast on you Wednesday know. at 12 yeah. noon Eastern. Tomorrow's sort my of, daughter's birthday, too, yeah. so it's just like and we moved her stuff to Wednesday, so it just keeps going, but it'll that'll be fun. I'm looking Absolutely. forward to You moved your daughter's birthday? <laughs> well, we're ordering pizza tomorrow night. How old is she? She's turning eight. Oh. What's her name? Maya. Happy birthday, Maya, if you're watching this ever. Happy I'll, birthday. I'll, I'll Happy birthday. <laughs> Exciting. Um, cool, man. Is there anything else we want to get to before we wrap it up here? Uh, I can't really think of anything. Uh, well, uh, Vince looked, it's, mm-hmm. it's like Vince by not doing TV uh, every week or coming on that often, he ages like eight years yeah. every time he comes on. My wife said the same exact thing. Yeah. Man. Something with his eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah, and his hair is like this big poofy gray area. I don't know. To be fair, how old is he? 71 good lord i mean come on but we all i think we all expect them just to be you know slightly grayed jacked <laughs> right you know for until he's 100 you know like the modern day jack lane but it's it's re, it's reality at least you know um i remember when i was there i was told that he was uh yeah that's not that nobody cares Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Unless, <laughs> unless it's going to get you in trouble. Yeah, it'll get me in trouble. <laughs> All, right. All right. Actually, screw it. No, it won't. Um, he would, that, that, um, I remember Stephanie making a joke that his dad or dad was starting to get Botox done. Uh-huh. And this, this was like in 2002. Um, uh-huh. And I'm thinking, like, these guys, they can afford so much, you know, type of things for their face. So I wonder what that is with his eyes, you know? You yeah. think it might, yeah. Because Botox, like, I've had the, the industry I work in, I work in a laser industry that works on aesthetic services for the face and the body, right? It gets rid of body fat, things like that, skin tightening. So there's a lot of places I sell to that do have Botox and fillers and things like that. So I did try one on my forehead to see what it would feel like, the little needles, and it freaking kills. But um, everybody gets it. All these dudes that you would never expect to get it, get it. So, like, back in 2002, I remember, like, snickering to myself, like, what a puss, you know? But... um that's what I sell these. Did you notice a difference after you did it? Like, no, because I only got I only got the one shot to see what the needle felt like. Because I saw the lady doing it to another customer, and I wanted to see so I could talk about it when it's time to sell my stuff. How my stuff don't hurt. Yeah, you know, <laughs> selling, like, man, that stuff, man, that's sticking needles in my face seems. Yeah, it's got it's, it's got to get it's got to get to a, a, a disastrous point for that to happen. Yeah, but you're on TV every week, so like I, I was really surprised. That, but like I said, he's 71. We got to cut the guy some slack, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna look like dog crap at 71. <laughs> I mean, good lord, you have to wheel me out there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So we got payback coming up in a couple of weeks already. Um, not not too much room for rest. So uh, yeah, SmackDown. Uh, we'll see Nakamura possibly. Um, and maybe Ty Dillinger. I, I, you got to think they've got something else too. This just in, um, guys. Remember, like about thirty seconds ago, I just said at age seventy-one, you'll probably have to wear me out, and I look like crap. Yeah. Just kidding. No, I won't. I'll still be jacked. <laughs> All right, continue the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, man. Yes, I read Ty. I think it was on your side. I read that about Ty Dillinger being called up and some of the other yeah. guys, right? Yeah. Why was Samson? Am I missing something? Well, there was talk of Samson, but it doesn't look like it's why? happening now. Yeah. Hey, Someone why? Why Baron Corbin last year? Or and, and Apollo Cruz? I don't mean from a talent standpoint because Apollo Cruz is very talented, but from a character standpoint, he hadn't gotten anywhere yet. Yeah, yeah. They, they always true. do some weird. Why the VOD villains? They, they always have some weird ones in there when uh, Nakamura is sitting there for a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But Samson, I mean, he's not even like, oh, he's getting heat. Like, people legitimately just find him annoying. I thought he was kind of a job yeah. guy for a while, honestly. Yeah. 
he's he's not that big either where he's like a giant where Vince would just call him up for that. So I don't get it either. Vince is impressed with his mad guitar skills. I mean, who knows? It's yeah, uh, sweet. He's got a good beard. That's maybe, true. Maybe it's That's true. He's got a good beard. Yeah. So we'll see you tomorrow, man. Stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. for all the news. We'll be back here Wednesday, noon Eastern, to talk about SmackDown Live, the last little bit of WrestleMania week. Uh, Matt, anything you want to plug before we take it home here? Guys, make sure you contact or contact you tweet, hit on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff, email, whatever else messages you can to Raj Geary and tell them what tell him what you like about the show and some things you don't like. I'm sure you guys are doing it on the daily, but I'm specifically asking you about the format of the show, what you guys like and what you don't, because we want to make this we want to cover everything that we always cover, but we also want to make it a little bit more entertaining along the way because some of you guys seem to think it's funny. So a lot of the stuff that happened between me and Glenn, Glenn's my dog at the end of the day, but it is all in good fun. I hope everybody realizes that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and we love the feedback. I love on Twitter when people are saying, hey, you should talk about this, more of this, less of that. But yeah, have a blast doing it and uh, love the feedback. And I would say hit me up, Glenn. I don't mean to put your stuff out there, Raj, but I'd say hit me up. But guys, I don't run the show, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, um, we always we always love hearing the feedback. So cool. As long and as I it's positive. Hearing, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and I love hearing the DDP yoga stories. People have been tweeting at me just about using it, having success with it. Love seeing that on Twitter. It's great to know. They're a great sponsor. Love having them on. And tweet at them and let them know. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. One last little tidbit. If Ro- if Brock Lesnar would have wrestled Roman tonight like they teased, that would have been his first match on Raw in 14 years. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah, he hasn't wrestled on Raw in 14 years. No. Yep. Yeah, I'm not since he's that. come back. And before that, he was on SmackDown. So the last time he was on did Raw was 2004. Did he beat up? Oh, he just beat up Cena when he came back. He didn't have a match. Right. Huh. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, it didn't count with Heath Slater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, a little, little, little bit of trivia. And, and uh, anyone else surprised that Xavier didn't catch any heat from the crowd when he was out there? Yes, I yes. was. <laughs> I thought like this was the crowd that was going to kill him. Yeah. But, Absolutely. The revival saved them is what happened. Yeah. yeah. I think the fans have kind of gotten past that too a little bit. Yeah, let's hope. Um, but no, all in all tonight, hell of a show. We're back here on Wednesday. Cool. So until next time, everyone, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. We'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. <laughs>